Welcome to the Color Resell Podcast, episode number three, how to build community on Instagram. This is a topic I feel so passionate and strongly about. Instagram did not come naturally to me, so I really had to put in a lot of research. Today, I've assembled all of my best info, tips, advice, nuggets, and created a free downloadable PDF that we're going to be following along today. The worksheet is meant to give you the tools you need to succeed and give you an action plan moving forward. We're going to start off with setting up your account, making sure that you are presenting what you want to be presenting so that you can attract the community that you want to. Next, we're going to be focusing on connection, how to find and connect with your community members, and lastly we're going to be cultivating those connections and really deepening and um, adding value to the community at large. I'm so excited for today's episode. Let's get right on into it. Hustle mentality is alive and well amongst boss babes, but so is burnout. What if we shifted our habits, found clarity, honed in our passion, and approached our work-life balance holistically. I'm your host, Coco, entrepreneur, mama, spicy food lover, and owner of Color Resale. Check in every week as I share questions and actionable steps so that our life and business can thrive. Hey, beautiful. It's me, Coco, owner of Color Resale and lover of Instagram. I have loved Instagram for so many years and put so much research and time and energy and effort into learning it. It did not come naturally to me, as I mentioned in the intro. I've put a lot of hours of research and uh, time into learning it. I am by no means an expert, but I do think I have so much to share. I can't wait to share this worksheet with all of you. I think it's really going to add so much value. Initially, this third episode was meant to be how to become, how to go from part-time to full-time in your career, but now with the coronavirus and the financial landscape changing so quickly and um, there being so many unknowns, I figured why not focus on something that we do have control over, something that we can add value to, which is community. I think community is needed always, but especially this day and age, it's needed even more. Now that people are isolated and there's so much fear in the air, it's a great opportunity to put positivity out in the world, find your tribe, really lean on people, and have people lean on you, lift each other up, and create something truly magical, because I think that that can be done on Instagram. I know that I've created it with my community, and I know that you can as well. So let's jump right into the first section. As I mentioned, there are going to be three very distinct sections. The first one is going to be setting up your account. Now, if you already have an account, this is going to be a great time to audit it, to make sure that you're really projecting what you want to be projecting, because if you do all this work to find the people you want in your tribe and make those connections and then get them to come to you, and then you're not putting your best foot forward, or worse yet, you're not showing yourself authentically, then it kind of defeats the whole purpose and you're not going to be able to make those connections that you want to be making. So let's go from the very beginning. Let's start off with your name. 
There's a million different ways to do this, but I recommend that your name is in alignment with your business name. If it can be the exact same thing, like my business is Color Resale and my Instagram is Color Resale, uh, I recommend that. That would be ideal. That would be the first choice. If you have to tweak it a little bit, make sure that, that those tweaks are easy, they're intuitive, they're not too confusing, they don't throw people off too much. If there is any type of misspelling, if there is any type of random assortment of numbers, I would recommend against that. Let's talk about your picture, your avatar. Initially, I had my logo, the color resale logo as my picture. I thought this was so professional and I thought people would really like it. Um, but people are so uh, flooded with brands and that kind of thing. What people are really craving are humans, are human connections. So the moment that I switched from uh, my logo to my face, I found so much more traction. I started making so many more connections just by that little tiny tweak. If you are committed to having it be your logo, more power to you. As I mentioned before, there's no right way or wrong way, but this is one of the easiest changes you can make to see a large impact. Next up, let's go into your name. So what I mentioned before was your handle, that, that was the kind of name. So for me, it's at Color Resale. But the name, once you get to my Instagram, is my actual name, Coco. And then next to it, I have Reseller. Now, there is a reason behind that. The name is because you want people to be able to address you when they're messaging you. You wanna be messaging, you wanna be uh, conversing through DMs, through direct messaging, and it's um, really nice to have a name that you don't have to search for too hard. There are so many accounts out there that don't have their name readily available and you have to search through their links and uh, investigate a little bit and the, the only people who will do that are the people who have the time and the energy and really need your name. Most people won't do that. So just having it very clear on the top of the page um, that that's your name is really going to help people out. People really like that and it does um, help with that connection. Next to it, I have Poshmark Reseller. The reason why I have that is for search engine. So uh, I didn't mention this before, but my, my actual company name, Color Resale, I thought about that too. How can it be searched, right? If someone uh, types in reselling or resale into Google, there's a small chance that color resale could pop up, right? Um, but if I called myself like Lavender Dream or something like that, that has nothing to do with reselling and that would be harder for people to search, even though, you know, who doesn't like that name, right? Um, so just like that, next to it, I have... Um, so I have Coco and then I have Poshmark Reseller so that when people are searching Reseller or Poshmark, uh, again, there's a possibility that I'll pop up and that possibility is wonderful. I mean, I'm banking on that, right? Uh, next is if you haven't already turned, if, if you're going to be using this as a business account, I recommend um, 
activating the business account and not having it as an actual personal account. And then I put e-commerce website as my category. You do you and find what category is going to work best for you. Again, this is all just searchability, which is important in building community because it's going to help people find you. Because ideally, you're not going to be out there trying to find your community members all the time. Ideally, you're going to have a mix. You're going to go out there and find people, but you're also going to create a lot of opportunities for people to find you as well. Now for the bio. The bio is tricky. This is the hardest part of setting up your account. It took me a really long time to figure this out. There is, um, there is a, 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 a subtle dance to it. Um, the way that I did it is I broke it down into this template and feel free to use this template because I, I swear by it. It took me a while to figure out. The first is showcasing personality, then stating your mission, then a quick accomplishment, then your area so that people can find you geographically, and finally ending off with links. So for me, it looks like this. Hey beautiful, I like you already. That's showcasing personality. I really want people to feel comfortable with me. I want them to know that they can message me, comment that um, no negativity is gonna come from my account. My account is just positive. I've had so many conversations start off just because of that line. It really invites people to come in and talk to me. I would definitely recommend that you have something that stops people in their track. The, hey beautiful, I like you already, is something that you're not gonna see on everyone's account. And um, it does pop out towards people and who doesn't love a compliment, especially when that's genuine. And then I have my mission statement, which is cultivating a sisterhood of resellers. Um, you can tell that I am a feminist. You can tell that I care about community building. You can tell that um, that my mission is uh, towards resellers in particular. And then I have my accomplishments, which is um, oh, and then another part of before I forget another part of my mission is what I do, which is selling thrifted finds for profit with my baby, and then I have the, the baby as an emoji, and then my accomplishment is over one thousand items sold. So that lets people know that I know what I'm doing on some level because I've sold a thousand things. So um, if there's any type of award, any type of if you've been reselling for a certain amount of years, and that's important whatever you can put out there that's going to establish you as somewhat of an authority I don't love using that word but um, I can't really I can't really think of the another word for it right now and then lastly I have uh, PDX which is Portland that's where I am geographically so if people are looking for um, something to do with PDX um, there's a possibility they could find me and then lastly I have links and instead of using a link tree I use an app called Milkshake. If you haven't heard of it, I highly recommend it. It's so much fun. Um, you can stylize it. You can add pictures. It's really exciting. They call it an Instagram, a mini Instagram blog is their, um, their thing. So that's how I recommend you set up your bio. Again, it you are gonna have to try it, test it out, edit it, revise it, because there is a certain amount of characters and uh, it's tight. And I would recommend trying to get really creative and use all the characters possible um, and make sure you're hitting those points.
Again, there's so many different ways of doing it, but if you want to follow that little template, it's personality, mission, accomplishment, area, and finish it off with links. Now, as far as links, you don't want to be bombarding people with links. I recommend really sticking to two to five links that really showcase what you're doing. Make sure that they're really important, that really support your mission, and that they'll tell people where to go if they want to find more of you, and that you don't have ones that are really meaningless. Um, next up, let's talk about highlights. Highlights are where you can save your stories, and this is a opportunity to let your personality and your branding really shine through. I feel like people don't um, take enough of advantage of this space. It's really, um, it's amazing what you can do with it. You can really use it as a storytelling tool and really move your, your mission, your brand, um, your purpose forward very easily. It's very fun. People love it. People love video. They love music. Um, they love stories. So this is a great way to save it. I have things like my studio, what I do on the weekends, being a posh mom, posh babes that I've highlighted, sourcing, branding, posh fest. Um, I have my workouts. All of those things are really important to me and the brand. And then what I've decided to do was um, use colors as my as my highlight covers. <laughs> I almost struggled there. Um, as my highlight covers, and what that does is it really ties in um, my brand. I stick to my my brand is very colorful, but there are certain colors that people think of when they think of my brand, and I reinforce that with um, the, the covers. You could also use pictures as the covers. You can get really creative with how you use it. Again, this is a chance for you to let your creativity shine um, and really put your best foot forward um, and invite people to get to know you on a, a fun level. Okay, so um, kind of going along, along the same lines is um, there when you have a story, which stories go away after a day, so it has to be recent, it has to be, um, yeah, recent or else it goes away, there'll be a ring around your avatar, a ring around your picture. And what that does on uh, a, just a, a normal level is it shows people that um, you have something new up. What it does subconsciously for people is it shows them that you're active, um, that you've been on the account in the last um, day, and that's wonderful when building connections to show people that you are active. So I always try to have something up. If I'm taking a break from Instagram, if I'm if I know I'm gonna go out camping or whatever, I try to put like just one. If I have cell service for just a second, I'll just put up one picture, and it doesn't have to be like the most mind blowing picture it doesn't have to add that much value it's just something so that when people land on my page they know that I'm there um, some people um, including me on some days actually I'll look to see if there's a circle around and if there's not a circle around I'll wait to contact that person until there is so that I know that they've been on recently last but definitely not least are your posts. If you're just starting off and people come to your page and there's nothing on there, people are not going to like that. So if you naturally land on a page and you have a full bio, you have your highlights, 
then you should be able to see six posts, but depending on the length, depending on the platform, you might be able to see nine. So my recommendation is to make sure that the last nine, or if you're just starting off your first nine, are uh, visually what you wanna be putting out there. Now, there's a bunch of different ways. If we're gonna be talking about Instagram aesthetics, we'll be here all day. I'll definitely make a separate podcast all about that, but just make sure that it's visually the way that you want it, that you're um, putting forward the kind of content you wanna be known for. If you're making an Instagram all about uh, dogs and you have, and your last nine pictures are just selfies of you drinking martinis, um, that'll give a different vibe. So you wanna make sure that your pictures really reflect what you're doing um, without someone going in and, and reading the caption and seeing how it makes, um, how it connects with your content. Okay, that's the setup. At this point, you should be feeling really confident. If there's any part of your account that makes you cringe, most likely, more likely than not, it's gonna be making other people cringe too. So um, make sure that you feel really confident, really happy with what you're putting out there, that it makes you feel good. Maybe show it to a loved one who knows you and your company well and say, does this reflect me? Do you get like a me vibe from looking at this? Um, that really helped me. I showed my husband my account a lot of times. I showed some friends also. I got a lot of really good feedback from it. You really wanna make sure to be as authentically you as possible. And sometimes your loved ones are the best mirror of all. Let's move on to the next uh, portion, connecting. Now, you're gonna start off with a quick exercise. You're gonna close your eyes and you're gonna imagine your ideal community member and imagine taking them out to coffee. What kind of coffee do they order? What kind of outfit are they wearing? Um, what are they into? Does Netflix come up when you're talking to them? Um, are they in the same industry as you? Like, what type of person is this? How much money do they make? What are they into? All these things are really important. Now that you have an idea of who they are, who you are, you can start figuring out how to actually connect with them. Now, the best way to do this is to become really knowledgeable about your niche. Your niche can be whatever it is. Mine is reselling, um, particularly babes in reselling. <laughs> um, so I really focus on that. And Poshmark, of course, is, is, a, is a centerpiece to my account. And so I became really knowledgeable about the hashtags that were associated with my niche. Now, before you dismiss hashtags, they're so it's such a controversial subject, hashtags. I think that they're extremely powerful. And there's definitely an art to them. There's definitely a wrong way of doing them. Um, but what they do, there is a powerful tool to get you to find other people and have other people find you. That's the way I see it. That's as, as simple as it is. Um, it's still very powerful and I think it's still very um, important. Again, I can't go into deep, 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 um, I can't go into deep specifics about hashtags or else, again, we'd be here all day. Um, but a, a great way to do this is start off with the most simple version of the hashtag you can think of, and then Instagram will give you recommendations based on it. So for example, mine, the most basic would be reseller and Poshmark. And then if I tap into those, I would see that like, oh, Posh Love is part of Poshmark and uh, Poshmark Packages is a good one. And I could dive in deeper and you can go into those more niched hashtags and go deeper and deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole until you find some. 
Um, there is a, a certain way of doing hashtags, as I mentioned. I'll probably make an episode just on hashtags themselves. Let's move in to the next one. Um, once you find someone um, that you like, which you can do several ways, but I do recommend the hashtags, you know, or if there's an account that you know is gonna be the epicenter of that niche, like for me, it's the actual Poshmark app themselves, or Posh, yeah, the Poshmark app Instagram. I don't know why it took me <laughs> so long to spit that one out, um, but they're kind of the center hub of the community. And so I knew that if I went to them, I'd be able to find more accounts. A helpful tip about how you can become recommended uh, from sites that are similar to you is to be really mindful of who you're following. Uh, I found that once I cleaned through who I was following and made sure I was just following similar like-minded accounts um, and really niched down who I was following. So for example, I used to be following like Beyonce and Ellen DeGeneres and all these other celebrities. I'm not a celebrity. I'm a reseller. So I made sure that uh, the people who I was following were resellers that were in the same niche as me. And this really helps Instagram to line you up with those accounts and recommend you for other people. Um, now that you've made some connections, now that you've figured out some people that you like, and it has to be authentic. Now, you're going to hear me saying this all the time, authentic, authentic, authentic. And what I mean by that is that it's from the heart, that you have true intentions behind it, and that it's a reflection of you. Now, once you've found that account, and hopefully it is a smaller account, one that's similar in size to you. So if you're just starting off, um, finding an account that has under a thousand followers is going to be a great starting off sp uh, point. If your account is a little larger, um, don't feel um, like you can't connect with larger accounts. I know that I every time someone DMs me, I always DM them back. At this point, my account is a little bit larger and it takes me more than a day to get through my DMs, so it, it just takes a little bit longer. But I know that some accounts that are even my size or even a little larger have so many um, have so many DMs they just can't get through it so they only DM with people that they know and that they're already following so if you're not getting replies from people it's probably just because they're bombarded um, with messages and they just can't keep up with it so um, stick to someone who either you know will message back um, and that kind of has that reputation or someone with fewer followers because the likelihood of them having so many DMs is a lot smaller. Um, now, so, okay, so now it's time to actually write them. What do you do? So I recommend going into the DMs, starting off with something light. I love a good compliment. I love giving a good compliment, something that's genuine, something that's um, not generic, you know. If you really enjoy the person's content, why do you enjoy it, right? And try to get specific so that they know that you're not messaging a bunch of people the same thing, right? You could start off by saying like, hey, my name is blah blah, I am the owner of this company, I love your um, your content, I get so much value from it. That picture that you posted of the, your dog a few days ago made me laugh so hard 
and um, I think that your outlook on politics is so aligned with mine. Um, and then you sneak in a question. And the question has to be something that is thoughtful, that you can't just Google, right? It has to be something that um, kind of gets the conversation going, starting. It can be something that um, is light, um, kind of small talk. Some people may not like that if you're asking like, so how are you? Like, how are you doing? Um, people may not like that. But if you ask like a really specific question, like, oh, I just started reselling. Um, when did you start reselling? How long did it take you to become full-time? Like, I get that question a lot. I think that's a really good one. It starts off a really good conversation about the business. It allows me to ask them how long they've been reselling for. It really is like an organic start to a conversation. I think people really love that and gravitate towards that. And then once you have that connection started, once you have that bond, um, it's time to uh, keep it going. Now, if you've reached out to a larger account, they don't know who you are and they're not responding, don't lose hope. This next tip, this next step will really help you, which is commenting regularly on people's content. No matter how large or small the account is, I mean, I guess super, super large ones, they're not even managing their own. They have um, um, social media managers to do that for them, but um, those are people too, and if you're commenting on their stuff every single day um, for a while, they'll start to recognize, people recognize the regulars eventually, you know, depending on how active they are, how large they are, it might take a little longer, but it's worth doing. The way that I did this, and I am not doing it currently because I just don't have time, but I, I, if I could bring one thing back, it would be commenting regularly on people's content, really cultivating your tribe that way. And the way that I recommend doing it is starting off with a manageable amount of people. Now, depending on your time, depending on how much time you want to invest, how quickly you want this community to grow, will determine how many people you do this for. But let's say you're starting off and you just have maybe five, maybe 10 depending on how often they post and you have them bookmarked I like doing this on my computer I like doing it um, just typing on a keyboard instead of my phone and what I'll do is I'll just bookmark those five or ten accounts and I'll just every day go through and if they've posted something new I'll just leave a comment and um, it's amazing how connected you can feel um, I would set a timer for just like 20 minutes so that I didn't get sucked too um, too deep down the rabbit hole and um, spend like hours and hours of my day commenting on people's things. I would set a time, I would set a limit and I would just go through and you can add as many people to those bookmark as you want or as little. Um, again, I'm not doing that these days. I really wish I was. It added so much value and richness into my connections and made me feel like I was really supporting. Um, but right now, just keeping up with writing back to comments and keeping up with replying to the DMs is more than I can handle. So um, I'm just really focusing on that um, at the moment. But again, this is a really important step and I'm going to return to it. Um, I am. Okay, now let's move in to the last um, chunk, which is cultivating the connection and really deepening that bond. Now, I know a lot of people in the beginning want followers. They care a lot about the clout. I 
recommend more than anything that you stop focusing on followers and you start focusing on engagement. That is such a better indicator of if you're doing it right or not because you can have so many followers and have a really bad engagement rate or you can um, have few followers and have an amazing engagement rate. And if you're going to work with businesses, um, if you're going to do any type of um, thing connected with finances with your Instagram, they're going to be caring about your engagement rate. Now, there are free generators. You can just Google um, engagement rate generator or something like that onto Google and it'll pop it up. I did that last night. I check on my engagement rate probably once a month just to get a feel for how I'm doing. The larger your audience grows, the harder it is to upkeep that engagement rate. Um, but on the side, they had the large accounts and they had their engagement numbers. And it showed me two of the Kardashians, Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner. They have a very similar amount of followers, but their engagement rate is really different. Kim's is 2.24%. The average um, engagement rate, like the industry standard, what uh, companies will want, what's a healthy engagement rate is anything above 2%. So hers is very average. Kylie's on the other hand has 4.57, which is outstanding for an account her size. So companies are going to be a lot more likely to work with her. Um, also, just like on a community level, it shows that her community members are so much more engaged with what she's putting out there. It also shows that she hasn't bought her followers um, and that um, people are leaving, real people are leaving comments, real people are engaging, trying to slide into her DMs liking her pictures, really engaging with her material. Okay, so how do you build engagement, right? That's, that's a really, that's, that's the question that I spent the longest time trying to figure out. Um, so the best way I know, and I don't remember who I learned this from, so kudos to whoever taught this to me, but it's building the know, like, and trust. Now, the ways that I figured out how to do that is for people to get to know you, you have to create content that not only showcases your business, but also showcases you so that people get to know um, your business really well, but also people get to know you, right? So like for me, I show my, myself and my daughter a lot because our connection, our bond, just being with her means a lot to me. Um, I show um, support to other people. Um, I show behind the scenes of my business. People love that. People feel like they know me and know my business with posts and stories like that. Um, the like factor is, you know, you can be the sweetest peach and there's still someone who doesn't like peaches. So there's no real way to have people like you or not. But what you can do is you can be really honest and transparent about the things you do like, because there would be nothing worse than um, creating an account. Like for me, for example, I don't drink coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I noticed that a lot of people in the community love Starbucks. So if I every day was talking about Starbucks and how much I love Starbucks and then people found out that I don't like coffee and like I 
never actually went to Starbucks, that would be really bad for my know, like, and trust, right? And just like generally. So try to be really honest about the things you do like. People will either really connect and align with it or they won't, you know? Um, and they don't have to like every aspect of you either. Like I'm vegan and a lot, I would say majority of the people who follow me are not, um, but they're okay with it. They're okay that I'm vegan. I'm okay that they're not. And, you know, it doesn't affect the like, the like factor, right? And then lastly is the trust. And I mentioned it before, but you really do need to be honest. You really do need to be transparent. Now, you don't need to show every part of your life. You can show as much as you feel comfortable with or um, as little as you feel comfortable with. It's really up to you as long as what you're putting out there is honest. Um, you don't want to be promoting a sale that you're not actually having. You don't want to say you like things that you actually don't. Um, you don't want to present yourself as super professional and laced up. Like I've talked about it before, but like I would never present myself as like someone who's like glammed out all the time, full face of makeup, um, with my hair straightened, wearing a suit. Like that's just so not me. It's not even funny. So I wouldn't do that, right? Next up is consistency, which is tricky. I struggle with consistency and I've really had to practice it. I see it as a muscle. The more you do it, the easier it'll get, um, the more naturally it'll, uh, the more natural it'll come to you. Um, so uh, ways that you can be consistent is you can show up regularly commenting on other people's things. Um, you can show up regularly in your stories through posts. You don't have to be posting something every day. Um, stories is a great way to have consistency if you show up every day in your stories and as I mentioned before it doesn't have to be a million stories in a day it can just be one or two just something to keep yourself fresh in people's minds so that they know that if they need you or want to talk to you that you're you'll be there um, in a day you know um, people really want that quick speedy um, return <laughs> they want those replies right away um, but you can teach your community um, your pace of communication that's okay that's acceptable as long as you you show that you're consistently there um, next up is etiquette this is something I feel so strongly about um, again my opinion but there's definitely an etiquette um, so if someone um, posts about you in their stories and it's something super sweet I recommend reposting it onto yours thanking them um, because what they're doing is they're showing you to their audience you know it's free publicity that they're doing for you um, so might as well return the favor thank them if they have anything that um, you want to share sometimes just sharing their name um, is enough I love doing that on my account I do it all the time anytime someone posts something about me if I see it I repost it um, just because I want I want my followers to know more people within the community. I think it's beautiful to have the community expand and grow and include more people and lift up fellow creators. Why not, right? Um, this also is applicable for comments. If you can comment back again, I recently haven't been doing the best job commenting back. It's just sometimes you get so many that you just can't keep up with it. But the longer you can keep up with it, the longer you can reply to everything, the better. Um, if you reply to someone's comment with a meaningful reply, they're more likely to keep on commenting. I know some of this is just so common sense, but you'd be surprised how many times people just ghost whoever is giving them the compliment or sharing on their stories or things like that. Keeping that etiquette strong as long as possible without, you know, being on Instagram 24-7 um, is going to be the best, the best move moving forward. 
last thing, last but certainly not least, my favorite part of Instagram is how can you build community? How can you lift other people up? What value can you bring to people? And you can do this a million different ways. One thing that I really like doing is um, lifting other people up in the community. So I do this thing called Posh Babes, which I highlight other creators in the same genre as me. They're all resellers on the Poshmark app, and I highlight them. I have a picture of them, I have a link, and I write what I like about them. Now this is a great way of introducing your audience to people that you admire and respect and could add value to their life, but it's also really a wonderful way of making a connection with people. I've had so many friendships start off with those and then, you know, they'll privately message me thanking me and then I'll, you know, the conversation will naturally start and then a friendship will blossom out of that. I think it's really easy to view social media and really focus on the on the media part of it and forget about the social element, forget that there's people, forget that you have to lift people up if you want to be lifted. Um, you have to um, care less about you know, your own thing and care more about the community's thing. Um, again, I know a lot of uh, these things are very common sense, but I think that people really forget about it and people really do care more about the clout than the community. And I think they'll only get you so far. There are so many ways to grow community and um, cultivate a deep, meaningful tribe. This is the way that has worked for me. This is the steps that I swear by. This is the recommendation. Uh, this is actually a true story. The recommendations I gave my best friend. Um, so this is the best I have. <laughs> and it's definitely gotten me where I am and um, created so many wonderful opportunities for me. The most important lesson in all of this, if you only take one thing away from this altogether, um, it's to be you, be authentic, um, numbers really don't matter. It's all about that connection. It's all about presenting yourself in the most honest way possible. I really hope this helped. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about working from home. I'm going to be giving the best tips. I know a lot of us are in isolation right now, working from home for the first time. Uh, I struggled with it in the beginning. Now I have a system going. I found my jam. I found my groove. And I can't wait to do the same with you. Again, the link to the worksheet that goes through all of these steps and gets you set up and prepared moving forward is free. You can download it. The link is in the show notes or in the description if you're watching on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching. Let's connect on Instagram at Colorisale and um, blessings to you and your loved ones. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Mwah.